Welcome to the Running for Your Life podcast, a podcast designed to share the joy of running so that you can live a long and healthy life. I am your host, Barry Karch, and I'm so glad that you're here with me. This has been a really special week for me. I hope it was a great week for you in your life and your running. For me, last Sunday, December 3rd, I completed my first marathon in 20 years. Yes, it's been 20 years since I ran a marathon. I ran eight previously, didn't think I'd ever run one again, and I just ran my ninth this Sunday. And on this episode, I'd like to share with you some of the life lessons I learned from running the marathon. I think there was a book written years ago called something like, Everything I Need to Know in Life I Learned in Kindergarten. Well, it seems to me like everything I need to know in life, I've learned from running. I've learned so many life lessons from running. So I want to dig into some of those on this episode. If I sound a little funny today, I kind of do to myself, um, When I ran the marathon afterwards, it seemed to have brought up a whole lot of phlegm, not very pleasant, but uh, phlegm in myself. I think I used every ounce of energy I had and maybe weakened my defenses a little bit, but I'm certainly a lot better than I was a couple of days ago. So I waited a few days to record this episode so that you wouldn't have to hear a more unpleasant voice than you're listening to right now. So first, before I get into the life lessons I learned from running the marathon, let me just give you a little recap of the race. And first of all, the big question is, why did I even do it? Why run a marathon after 20 years off? Why run a marathon after you reach your 60s? Well, some of those questions are actually the answers. First of all, I thought it would be a huge challenge to get back into running and run a marathon in my 60s. I thought that sounded real neat to try to get back into shape at this stage of my life and see what I could do. And I found later in life that I love challenging myself. So that was certainly a big impetus for me doing this. And I've had a lot of people say that they're afraid to run or afraid to get back into running because they're afraid of failing. I tell you what. I certainly could have failed. I didn't know what was going to happen when I did this. And as I'll mention a little bit later, I almost quit a million times in the training for this. But I decided to carry through with it, and I'm so glad I did. And yes, every time you go to the starting line, be it a race or a new venture in life, you might fail. There's no guarantees of success at all. You don't know what's going to happen. But I beg you to have the courage to try. If you don't try, you'll never know what you could do, what you're capable of, how good you can be, that you might succeed. So definitely give it your best effort. And 
if by chance you do fail, you also learn so many lessons in failure. Sometimes failure is the best thing that happens to you and you grow from it and you get better. I heard, I believe Thomas Edison failed in making the light bulb. What was it? A couple hundred times, but he kept trying and trying and finally got it. So don't fear failure and definitely challenge yourself. So another reason why I ran the marathon was I'd mentioned in previous episodes that I had put on a whole bunch of weight since my last marathon. Marathon number eight was in 2003 in Utah, and I decided to not run any more marathons, but I kept eating like a marathoner. So I put on 35 pounds over my racing weight over those 20 years, and once I hit my 60s, I finally got enough motivation to do something about it and took off the weight and got back in shape. So that was another reason, a big reason why I wanted to do the marathon is to celebrate getting fit again. And I tell you what, when I took off the weight, underneath all that weight, I found an older version of myself that had disappeared. I found Barry Karch, the runner, way under all that. I used to be an avid runner, and I had a reunion with my former self, and it was such a joyous reunion. I absolutely loved it, and I found that I got so much pleasure and pride out of running. I loved it more than I ever did before. So that was another big reason for doing the running. And also, what this podcast is all about, running to stay fit, to live a long and healthy life, that played a huge part in it. So those are some of the reasons why I decided to do the marathon. I signed up for it a year ago. I had decided to do my first half marathon one year ago, and that would be my first half marathon that was in 20 years. And while I was at the fair picking up my race packet, they had registration forms for next year's race, and I got this wild whim to try a marathon next year. I just thought it sounded kind of neat. It was a year away, so I didn't have to give it a whole lot of anguish or thought about it. I just signed up for it. Then, finally, down the road, the training came for it. I'm thinking, what did I get myself into? I started on a four-month training program, and I ran my long runs with a local running group called the San Antonio Roadrunners, and I also followed the Nike running app training program, too. I jumped into the training program immediately after I finished 29029, the mountain hiking challenge that I participated in, in which we attempted to, and I did successfully climb 29,029 feet, the equivalent of hiking up Mount Everest. So my legs were hurting when I started the marathon training. I wasn't 100% at all. I, was, I had a bit of an ache in my right knee. And the first two months of the four-month training program, I was running below, well below my potential. It was real frustrating. I could not even run at what I had anticipated my marathon pace would be. And after every single run, I thought about quitting. More on that a little bit later. 
but obviously I carried through on it and finally I healed after a couple months, got to 100% health and lo and behold, started running much better, had some good runs and got there, got to the starting line and I think for the first time ever in my marathon history, I felt 100% healthy at the starting line. I think in the past, I always peaked too early. And by the time I got to the starting line, I was a bit injured. My legs weren't feeling 100%. This time, I think I trained so much smarter than I ever trained. And back in episode 35, I talked about the 10 ways that I had changed my training from previously. And I think it made a huge difference. That's one thing about being older is I think I got wiser. So I really changed things up and it really worked. So um, I had a bunch of good runs towards the end. Um, The race training culminated with an 18-mile run on one weekend. And then the next two weekends were each 20-milers. All that went pretty well. I was starting to feel pretty confident about the marathon that I would do pretty good at it. And um, I had kind of in my mind upped my projected finishing time. Then it was time to get into the taper. And the following week after the two 20-mile runs, it was a 13-mile run. Went out to do it, and I felt terrible the whole way. It was such a struggle. It was so hard. It got me all worried and nervous again about the marathon. The final week of training called for a 12-mile run. I was determined to do it better than the 13-miler, and I did, but it still wasn't my best. Um, it was I wouldn't say it was a struggle. I got it done, but I had run much better in my longer 18- and 20-mile runs in the training. So now it's marathon week, and I'm getting nervous about it because the last few runs hadn't been my best, and so it kind of shook my confidence a little bit, and... I started thinking, you know what? There is no reason to be nervous here. You've done the training. You've done long runs. You've successfully run 20-mile runs. You can do this. Trust your training. And I totally changed my attitude. I went from nervous to excitement. I started to feel confident and happy about it. I started thinking, this race is a celebration. It's a celebration of how far I've come. It's a celebration of my fitness. It's not a final exam. This is not life or death. It's not my career. It's not going to affect my everyday life. And so I started feeling happy and looking forward to it again and excitement. And thankfully, that lasted the whole week. Got to the starting line. Again, naturally, I started to feel a few nerves. But once again, I got to change that to excitement, telling myself, It's so awesome to be out here and doing this again after 20 years. Let's enjoy every step of the way. And so I started the race with a positive frame of mind. And I got into a pretty nice rhythm. It went pretty well at the start. I was trying purposely not to go too fast. That has always been a problem of mine in previous races. With the excitement, the adrenaline, it's easy to get out there. Um, You don't realize how fast you're going, and you're going way ahead of pace. I did go a little bit ahead of pace but not too much. And I was continuously trying to pull back a little bit to save energy towards the end. I felt pretty strong at the halfway point. I still felt real good about things. And I knew I had reached 20 miles 
twice in the past month. So I told myself, I can do this. I can get there. I know I can get to 20. And I did. I got to 20 feeling pretty good. And that's more than I could say on most of my previous marathons. Usually I hit the proverbial wall where you run out of gas around 18. Around 18, I started to feel bad in the past. This time I got to 20, still felt pretty good. 21 also went pretty good. Mile 22 brought a little bit of an uphill and I started to get fatigued there. So I slowed down going uphill. I had to conserve my energy. But what I was able to do better than previous marathons is I kept a positive attitude. I kept smiling. In previous marathons, I was sometimes asking myself, why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through all this torture? I'm not enjoying this. This time I never went down that road. I stayed positive. I smiled. I, I said to myself, I am doing this. I am running a marathon after 20 years. I am out here. This is awesome. So that was my attitude when it got hard. When the hill finished, I was able to speed up just a little bit and keep going. And yes, it got tough. I would have liked to have stayed stronger, but you do get fatigued. At least most people do at that point in the race. But I was able to keep moving along. And after analyzing the race results, after I finished, it turns out in that last stretch of the race from mile 20 to the finish at 26.2, I actually passed two people in my age group. So I, relative to uh, my peer group, I was strong for the finish. So I took a lot of pride in that and real happy about it. When I finished the race, I came in at 349. My initial goal was to come in under four hours. And then, as I mentioned, my training was going pretty well towards the end. So I upped my goal thinking I could probably get maybe near 345 if I had a good day. So ending at 349, I was very happy with that. I think um, for where I'm at, that I ran pretty much at my potential. So that's all you can ask, whatever your potential is. Um, and, and I kept telling myself during the race, when I was near other people, run your own race, run your own race. Like I wasn't worried about what anybody else was doing. And same for you. If you're doing a race, just run your own race. My time might be fast for you. My time might be slow for you. doesn't matter. All that matters is you run at your potential, what you feel you are capable of doing. So after I finished the race, I looked, I ran, it was called the rock and roll, the San Antonio rock and roll marathon that I ran. I looked at the app and I couldn't believe what I saw. It showed I finished in third place in my age group. That would be getting a medal. It showed 41 participants and I was third. I was like, oh my God, I medaled in a marathon. I had never come close to that before. So I was on cloud nine. It did say in the app that the race results um, were not final yet. Uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but something to that effect. And so I checked continuously throughout the day, the day after, the day after, about four days, I kept checking and it kept showing me in fourth place. I mean, I'm sorry, third place in the marathon. Uh, they didn't do an award ceremony there. They said they would mail the awards afterwards. So I sent them an email asking about, just to confirm, asking about the awards. And they sent me back an email saying, yes, we do mail the awards, but unfortunately, you came in fourth place, not third. There were actually, it turns out, 51 finishers, 
not 41 that the app shows and still shows this morning, six days later, by the way, as I'm recording this. So there were 51 finishers, 10 that were not showing up in the app, and one of those 10 was actually the fastest in the whole age group. He got first place. So everybody slid down a notch, and I ended up in fourth place. So I'm still happy with it. Didn't get my medal, but I still ran my race. As I mentioned, I ran my own race. I ran to my potential. I feel like I ran a good, strong race, and that can't be taken away from me. So I'm happy, very happy with how it went. Very happy that I signed up for the marathon. By the way, a little aside, I was wondering uh, myself, and people were asking me, what was harder, doing 29029 or the marathon? I suspected before I did this, that, or after I did 29029, that that was going to be harder. But then as I trained for the marathon, I started thinking, well, 29029 was a hike. It wasn't running. So you didn't quite need the cardio, as much cardio fitness to keep running for a marathon distance. So I started thinking maybe the marathon would be just as hard or harder. Turns out after I finished it, I can definitively say 29029 was the harder of the two events. Why? Because it's so much longer. It took me over 30 hours. In both of the events, your legs are going to ache. They're going to start hurting. You're going to get really tired and fatigued. and have to keep pushing through it. But there's a lot more pushing through to do in 29029 than a marathon. I felt good through, as I mentioned, 20 miles, 21 miles. So I had about five miles of tired legs, which um, was probably 50 minutes or less, as opposed to hours and hours and hours of 29029 and fatigued legs. So that's, those are my thoughts on that. All righty. So that was my race. Now, let's talk about three life lessons that I learned from running my first marathon in 20 years. And number one was really a surprise, not something I expected at all. I found it's the relationships that matter the most. Now, that might seem kind of strange to say about running. Because running, like, running a marathon might seem like a solo pursuit with a lot of alone time. But it's not. First of all, I did do most of my long runs with the San Antonio Roadrunners and made some friends during the run. We all know what we're going through. We're all sharing the same challenges. And so it's easy to bond with fellow runners. So that was great. But not just the runners. I had so many well-wishers um, that I know in person that asked me about my training and how it was going, and also online through social media. I had so much encouragement that it just meant so much for me. And so many people tracking what I was doing. It was so awesome. And it made the run so special. And I was thinking about everybody during the marathon. That was a big impetus that helped push me on. It powered me forward so much. I was thinking, I can't let everybody down and have a bad race. I have got to keep going and get a good race. I was so happy to hear from everybody. That was truly the best part of the whole run. So life lesson number one is it's the relationships that make life what it's all about. And thank you so much for your encouragement. Life lesson number two is don't quit. 
As I mentioned earlier, early in the training, I was injured and running poorly. And I was thinking of quitting after every single run. I was thinking, maybe I'm trying to do too much. Maybe I just need a break after 29029. Maybe I'm pushing myself too hard. Maybe I just can't do this. I thought about quitting every time. And now this life lesson carries through beyond running into regular everyday life. Anytime you start a new venture, you're going to reach, you're going to feel resistance. You're going to have a million reasons to quit. Don't. Let me emphatically say don't quit. You'll never know what could be if you keep carrying on. As I mentioned, after a couple months of poor running, all of a sudden, I got better. I got healthy. I started running good. If you carry on through your struggles, all of a sudden, things are going to get better. You're going to learn from your struggles, and you're going to get good at it, and you're going to be so happy you did. And by continuing to run through the poor runs, I learned a lot about myself that helped me too. I can think of one particular run I had towards the beginning of the marathon training when we were building up our endurance. The uh, training plan called for a 10-mile run. And after eight miles, I was totally out of energy. I was gassed. I was tired. But I carried on. I didn't quit. I carried on and finished the 10. I was going at a crawl pace. I was so mad, so upset at myself, but I finished it. And I tried to take some good out of it, saying I finished it. I was mentally strong enough to get it done, even though I didn't want to and was struggling. And it turns out that is a memory that I reflected upon so many times throughout the training. That day taught me how bad I really wanted to run the marathon. As I mentioned, I kept thinking about quitting all the time, but I didn't quit then and I never quit in the future. I realized I really want this. I really want this bad. So that was a memory that I continuously thought of and kept me moving forward one step at a time. Yes, you will face tough times, but if you persevere, don't quit, you'll be rewarded for your persistence. My third life lesson from running the marathon is thrive on adversity. I knew marathon, the marathon was going to be tough. No one enters a marathon thinking it's going to be a piece of cake. Mike Tyson has a quote that I love. Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. I knew I was going to get punched in the face in the marathon. I knew it was going to get tough. I just didn't know when the punch was going to come. As I mentioned, around mile 21, I got punched. What do you do then when you take the punch? You never know. You never know what's going to happen, how you're going to react. Tammy, my wife, kept telling me, well, you're strong, you're going to just push through it. I was like, I hope so, but I don't know. You know, you don't know how you're going to feel when you're there. As I mentioned earlier on this run, fortunately, I did manage to keep smiling and persevere through it. So um, that's the big challenge, and you have to thrive on it. When, going, when the going gets tough, smile. Try your best to push through it. And I told myself, that's why I'm running this marathon, because it's tough. I'm not doing it because it's going to be easy. I know it's not easy. I'm running this because it's tough. 
And I want to prove to myself that I can do this, that I can run through the pain and complete it. So when you're facing adversity, you've got a choice. You can either quit or you can thrive. I like to look at it as my time to shine. This is when, when others quit, I can outwork and out distance other people and set myself apart. And I encourage you to thrive on the adversity. So those are my three life lessons from running the marathon. It's the relationships that matter the most. Don't quit and thrive on adversity. I'd love to hear what you have learned from running. And it doesn't have to be a marathon. It can be from any running. It doesn't even have to be a race. Um, as I mentioned, I've learned so many life lessons from running that you can apply to all aspects of your life. So please share them with me, and I will share them on the show. Reach out to me at Barry Karch at runningforyourlife.us. I so appreciate you being with me today and listening to me for a while. Doing this podcast is just such a thrill for me. It's a real passion project. I love running, love share the joy of running, and I hope I'm encouraging you to get out there and run and be at your best and live your life to the fullest. So look forward to being back with you on Monday with a new episode. And until then, let's outrun Father Time together.